Welcome back to the Mental Health Commute with Dr. Walt Duffy and Matt Duffy. In this episode, we are going to talk about postpartum depression. Postpartum depression is a a topic, of course, that every parent gets talked to about when they're going through pregnancy and, you know, signs and symptoms to look out for. But I don't think it's greatly understood. You know, I know we've had family friends ask us, you know, I don't know if I'm if I'm having postpartum depression or if I'm just a new mom and my life's different and really understanding what signs and symptoms are, when to look for it, what can be done about it. Just sitting here, <laughs> I decided to look up what is postpartum depression and you know Mayo puts out baby blues versus postpartum and the baby blues are supposed to go away in a few days versus postpartum is the, the real thing, right? But the symptoms are baby blues are mood swings postpartum is severe mood swings baby blues is anxiety and or sadness postpartum is excessive crying feeling overwhelmed withdrawing from family and friends it's like well i could put a lot of things in both when is it considered severe when is it considered excessive is there a time period that we're looking at i think we want to touch on it because i don't think there's a lot of great understanding of what you should really be looking for and preventatively or or if you think something's going on when you should do something about it or how even to bring it up with the new mom because if they're not self-recognizing that's probably a red flag to them if you're bringing it up and compounding the issue right right you know i think we start with where i would like to start is you know let's just think about pregnancy couple becomes pregnant somebody becomes pregnant they're looking forward to a happy time in their life I'm going to have a child. Oh my gosh, I've been, for the most part, I've been looking forward to this. I'm mom. I'm going through this pregnancy. I'm carrying this thing around with me. I'm going through the misery. The goal of going through that misery is to have the baby and be, oh, just joyous afterwards. The moment built, it's like your wedding day almost, right? You uh-huh. have your, your moment built up in your head of how everything's going to go and be perfect. But how many perfect wedding stories do you hear? Yeah, at but, the but, end of but, the day? but but nine months I've been going through this, and this is the way it is supposed to be, and this is the way I expect it to be for the most part. And a lot of people tell you that you're going to look into your baby's eyes, and it's just going to change your world. So yes. you're expecting that something's just going to snap and be different, right? And then you also have either I'm going to breastfeed or not. If I breastfeed, well. I'm sure that's going to come just naturally, too. You know, baby's going to latch on. I'm going to have plenty of milk there, and that's all going to go fine, too. Unless you've had a baby, a child, it's really difficult to really imagine how much it will change your life. Let's look at, so what is depression? You know, we've talked about SIGI caps before, having problems with sleep, extreme version suicide, interest, lower energy, feeling guilty worthless, hopeless. You should not be feeling that way after you're having a baby, right? Concentration. Now, you will hear moms talk about, you know, I'm just not as clear as I could be. Appetite changes, um, not wanting to eat, wanting to eat a lot more. It might be normal to feel a little bit down for a couple days. I'm just tired, you know. I just don't feel like uh, getting around. But, you know, that's going on for a week or two. That's not good. Or I'm not really feeling connected to my child. I want to be. I should be. I'm not. I don't feel that. Those are some warning signs. That's the big one I always hear is, are you feeling like you're not connected to your child? Because I think the other ones are hard because everything you go through and list, 
other than suicide. I'm like, I still feel most of those things 18 months later. I'm still tired today. I, I eat differently than I did. If your wife's breastfeeding, their calorie intake has to go up, so their diet has to change. So how do we measure that against whether or not it should change? The list is the list for depression, but most of that list changes when you have a kid, and it, it happens. <laughs> but the difference, Matt, is you're addressing those, you're trying, you're functioning, you're still going. It's not like you're staying in bed all day, your wife's staying in bed all day, can't get up, somebody else has to take care of the little one. Those are different things. We get back to that functional level, right? Yeah, and I think that's what we're what people are trying to understand. Because when it's just tired as a symptom, you know, what does tired mean? Maybe yeah. I was tired way before pregnancy. So <laughs> Yeah, so it's a constellation, you know, like having five of those symptoms and they're impacting your functioning. Okay. And the other thing is there's risk factors. Do you have a family history of people with postpartum depression? If I've had depression as the mom at other times in my life, postpartum is one of the higher time periods in life to have an episode of depression. You know, there's massive hormone changes once when you have the baby. During pregnancy, and all of a sudden the junior pops out, and my hormones go through a massive change. Your body is going through big, big changes. But those are a risk time. And then you have some folks who had episodes of depression and they decided, for whatever reason, to go off their depression during pregnancy. They did not want to be on any medications during pregnancy. They decided to come off and sort of hope that everything goes well. And then all of a sudden postpartum comes and they're also hoping things go well. But that is a high risk time period. Oh my gosh, there's no treatments available to me if I'm, especially if I'm breastfeeding and I'm after pregnancy. But, you know, there are a lot of treatments available. Yeah, so talking through this, a big question popped up in my head is we call it postpartum depression, but we also just listed out the symptoms mostly for depression. Are they really different or are we just labeling the same issue with two different names? Well, there gets around to be cause and effect, and I don't think we're going to go through all that. But we know that since it's a very high risk time, that's why people talk about it as giving a name unto itself, although in the DSM-5 you have major depressive disorder, right? But it is a high-risk time in life. So there's also another term called perinatal depression, which means, you know, around, you know, during pregnancy and, and postpartum. Those are high-risk times for women to deal with mood disorders, anxiety. So it is important to be aware of those things and that there is help that's available, both things like talk therapy. Um, you can use medications, psychotropic medications, either during pregnancy, postpartum, whether you're breastfeeding or not. Things like transcranial magnetic stimulation are used. There are options out there. You know, one thing I wonder, just processing this probably for the first time, <laughs> I've tried to process postpartum and I'm sure I'm wrong on this, but I, I wonder if it's something other people think where when it gets labeled postpartum, to me, my brain goes, well, it's postpartum because having the baby caused it. And if I can identify the cause, then doesn't that mean the farther I get away from the cause, it should go away? Because depression is just depression because it's going to be there. But postpartum, doesn't postpartum go away once you're not considered postpartum anymore? So this is really interesting. Say you're in a car accident, right? Your fender gets dented in the car accident, right? Right. You drive away from the car accident. You get 10 miles away. Is your fender still dented? Of course. What do you mean, of course? 
Well, why is it the debt go away? Because I didn't do anything about it. Okay. We have the baby has come out, your hormones have changed, and now you're depressed. The point of the matter is you are depressed now. We have to deal with that you're depressed. We can't reverse that process. You are depressed, and if we do not take care of it, there's a very high likelihood it's going to get worse and worse. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. You know, to me, it's just, are we causing confusion out there sometimes by trying to differentiate for people when really at the end of the day, we're talking mostly about the same thing? There is a medication that received approval specifically for postpartum depression. There might be some different treatment modalities, and it is a very different time because women, if they're breastfeeding, postpartum, doing some other things, for the most part, are very careful about, you know, what are you going to put me on? You know, what's the treatment? Hesitant to get treatment because I have this child now I'm really worried about. Say I'm breastfeeding. Now I'm really worried. Anything that might impact my child secondarily to what I do, I'm really worried about. I do not want to do anything to hurt my baby. Even if that means I'm going to continue to suffer and feel like crap. What gets lost in translation there is what is so important to your child is your your present presenteeism. You're there connected with your child, connecting physically, emotionally, eye contact, doing all those things because your child can sense how present you are. I wonder, and I'm just going to start making assumptions and then you can tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> going back on our experience, having a child... I'm assuming that most of the time the, the new moms are just go out of a sense of having any self-focus and their life instantly becomes, well, it's all about my child to some degree. Is there a, a concern that whether or not women can even self-recognize whether or not they're having postpartum because they're maybe not focusing on their own needs? And is it a common occurrence that it's being identified by someone else, whether it's the husband or their mom or someone else in their life. If someone else is recognizing these things, I'm sure there's hesitation to want to bring it up because how are you going to tell the new mom that they need to go focus on themselves when they're trying to focus on their child that they've been building up nine months to take care of? I imagine that that's an even more difficult conversation to breach than just typical depression conversation when a child's not involved. Well, there's a spectrum of responses that are, are within the norm. Spectrum of nizing, is this an issue for myself or not? A big thing for, I think, for a lot of moms, if they're starting to feel bad, is I should not be feeling this way. Why would I tell somebody that I'm feeling this way? You know, it's wrong. It is wrong to feel this way. I mean, that's yeah, what I the, hear him say. Back to the, I'm failing as a mom. I'm, I'm failing. failing as a parent. Yeah, right? nobody likes to feel like they're failing, right? It's not a failure. I mean, it's just as a an organic thing that's going on. It's depression. Or another one I've heard, I don't know if it's common, is, well, postpartum means caused by the baby, and I'm not going to blame my baby that they did something. Yeah, but and it's not caused by the baby. It's caused by the environment. Hormonal changes can be a, a trigger. I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that they caused it. There's a lot of things. Any types of stress especially in somebody who's already vulnerable to depression, puts them at an increased risk, okay? The big thing is, what do you do to help take care of it? You're not weak because you get depression postpartum, but most people, in my experience, the people that I've seen, they feel horrible that they even feel that way. How can I even have these thoughts that I'm not totally engaged, that I should not be having these? 
and it's really putting some normality to the thing that you don't this is not out of the range of what normal quote-unquote normal people will feel and it's a thing to take care of just like if your baby comes out and has low blood sugar or you have a you know, you lose some blood and you need to have <laughs> blood put back in. You know, nobody has any problems with those things happening. You know, everybody's very accepting of that. It's a brain issue to be taken care of. Yeah, so I think last point that we can cover that I've heard quite a few times is that sometimes the moms do bring it up, even to like a friend. I'm not sure if I'm just a new mom or if I'm maybe having postpartum symptoms. But people don't know how to handle that conversation. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, I think you're having postpartum symptoms. <laughs> if someone's thinking about that way, they're not engaging their doctor. How do we move this forward in a way that we can take care of the people who need to be taken care of and get the conversation to move to the right location? That gets back to, is it okay not to be okay, which was one of our episodes. And that other episode is, is it okay that I'm seeking help because my friends give me issues, right, about seeking help. So one thing is, it's very normal for other people to reassure you. I mean, you just read this to me off the website, right? Baby blues versus depression. People want to be able to say, hey, you're just going through the blues. It'll be fine. Because for the majority of people, that's probably correct. Give you some extra support. Let's talk about it. I think women together feel very comfortable talking about these things. When that's not enough, then that means it's more than just the blues. It is going to take you or listening to your partner or somebody else that, hey, I would like you to go talk to somebody who might be able to give us some more help because just it's not going away in the time frame or severity of the symptoms that you're feeling, the degree that you're feeling them is more than what the blues would be. Earlier we can get addressed, better able we are to get it to go away sooner. So that's what I would say. You know, for the majority of folks, it is a transition, but just even the baby blues stink. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mental Health Commute, and we'll catch you next time.